Hello and welcome. You're tuned into the Embodied Astrology Taurus Season Horoscopes for April 19th through May 20th, 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an astrologer, an artist, and a somatic intuitive. I think astrology is a great tool for clarifying purpose and process, and I hope you enjoy these horoscopes and find them helpful. I recommend that you listen to the horoscope for your sun and your rising sign, as each will contain different information you might find relevant. If you don't know what your signs are, you can get a free chart on embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. For more insight into the current astrology and month ahead, listen to A Great Mutation, the Embodied Astrology podcast for Taurus season. You can find that episode linked in the show notes. For day-to-day astrological guidance, check out my extended forecasts and month ahead calendar where I give you daily creative, meditative, and embodied prompts for working with planetary aspects and lunar cycles. Subscriptions to the Month Ahead offerings are available by donation at any amount. If this work is helpful for you, the best way to support it is to share it with your friends and through your networks and to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcasts. Your one-time and recurring financial donations are also so appreciated and essential in sustaining the production of this work. All of this month's horoscopes begin with the same embodiment practice. Please come back to this practice often throughout the month for maximum benefit and positive effect. At the end of this practice, I'll give you specific applications for your sign and other recommendations for moving through Taurus season. Just begin by noticing that you're breathing. Notice how each breath is different. Feel the quality of your inhalations and your exhalations. You might remember for a moment that your lungs are big, voluminous organs. They take up space all the way through your chest. And so when you breathe, you can move your breath into the front and the back and the sides. And your lungs go all the way down, almost to the height of your belly button in the back. And then feel your skin. Bring your attention to the outer layer of your skin. And just notice for a second what it feels like across the surface of your skin, where you come into contact with air, with temperature, with texture. Bring your attention just to one part of your body. It doesn't matter which part. And try and feel inwards What does it feel like to be inside of your skin right now? Can you notice? Let your awareness change from this location to another. Sensing your skin, sensing the space inside of your skin. Feel the movement of your breath your inhalations and your exhalations. 
try and sense your whole body at once. You feel all the way around your body. And what does it really feel like to be in your body? Not the language of how you would describe it, but the actual sensation that's happening right here, right now. Can you just be with what it is to be? Here in your breath, here in your body. All right, Scorpio. Well, that uh, grounding present moment awareness practice can be helpful all the time for any reason. Um, specifically, I want to offer it to you over the course of the next month of tour season, these 30 days, when it comes to your relationships. Um, how you're relating with people in general, but especially important relationships and um, any kinds of contracts or deals that you're making, whether they are explicit or implicit, will be served by you taking the time to make sure that you are in your body and present and aware and in your breath um, before you make decisions, sign on those contracts, say that thing you were going to say, um, assume that thing you were going to assume. Your relationships definitely are a place where you are growing a lot and um, waking up a lot and I think that they feel pretty exciting in your chart. I feel like there's um, a, a, a lot of room for growth in your relationships. Now that said, there are also some symbols for turbulence and turbulence and change uh, don't always feel exciting or growth oriented in the moment. And this season, this Taurus season could be bringing up um, some stuff in your relationships and some needs to clarify, to communicate, um, and yeah. <sighs> so when you're in the company and the presence or on the phone or even just considering, try and be in your body, you know, get present, really be with the, um, the truth of this moment as it changes, as your heart beats. And the kind of spacious awareness that we can facilitate for ourselves, just taking even five minutes to breathe and notice, is pretty astounding. It's pretty exceptional. And um, I think from, from this place, most of us are more equipped to know actually what we want and what we have to give and to be able to hold um, what other people are giving and wanting or not giving or not wanting. So I definitely want to offer that as a practice and encourage you to use it um, again anytime if it feels like it would be helpful, which is probably most times, but especially when it comes to the relating that you're doing. Over the course of Taurus season, there are a lot of retrogrades that are beginning, and I talk about that a lot in the Taurus season embodied astrology podcast, so please listen there for the details and specifics. A lot of this Taurus season retrograde energy is happening in the same place of the sky, the same place in the chart. And for you, this place has to do with your communications, 
your mind, um, literally your brain, like how your brain is working, but also your mind, so the element of mind that is narrating your experience, that is focusing, um, that is choosing to perceive what it chooses to perceive, that's making stories about what it perceives, and then of course metabolizing those stories and resulting in communication. So we want to think of this area as mind, as language, as communication, and as social connection. Now, in previous months, actually previous years, I think since I started Embodied Astrology six years ago, I've talked about this area of your chart undergoing a profound transformation that is a long-term transformation, something that's been happening for over a decade now. You've, uh, if you've been following EA for a while, then you've heard me talk about um, the skillfulness of working with your mind and this kind of intensity that you have been um, being being tasked with, basically, like uh, the the skill of working with your mind, with your own awareness, might be considered to be heating. It's almost like um, exercising or something. Like you build heat in your body, and you can build heat in your mind by staying disciplined by. Staying staying focused, by staying really aware of what your mind does with sensation and how your mind is or is not an ally. So if your mind uh, starts talking to you about all the things that uh, it's criticizing or it's judging or it's fearful of, then your body is going to bear the brunt of that um, kind of neuroses, right? So when we focus on fear, when we focus on judgment or negativity, then more stress hormones get released in the body. We become more inflamed. We feel worse in our bodies. We're more reactive. And then that tends to ripple out and affect our relationships with all um, all the people that we're interacting with. Counter to that, if you're working skillfully with your mind um, and kind of noticing like, oh, there is there's my mind going down that route. And I know from previous experiences that that route feels bad. So I'm going to do this work of shifting uh, my thought and my attention, that's where the heat gets built, right? Because that shifting is not easy, especially if the mind has deep habits or deep grooves in particular directions. So as we do that work of coming back again and again and again and going, okay, mind, like that's not what I want to focus on. That's not what I want to focus on. Um, then we, we build that heat. We start to build that muscle. And as a result, everything benefits. Our bodies tend to feel better. We tend to see more opportunities when they um, arise and relationships tend to benefit as well. So what's happening with the mind is not separate from what's happening with the communication. That should be obvious. And over the course of the next five months, basically from um, kind of mid-April through early October, as we move through this these big retrogrades, there's a lot of uh, reflection and reflective energy that is um, kind of arising for you within this area of mind and communications. So you want evolutionary relationships at this point. And first you want that with yourself, okay? And then with, once it's with yourself, then it can be with everybody else. So do this work. Start to really be intentional about this work, um, how you communicate with yourself and then how you communicate with others. And this kind of embodiment, present moment, breath awareness um, is such a great and simple and deeply effective tool uh, for all of this. So when you're when you're working to repattern, um, 
you know, just a couple of minutes breathing, checking in can do an amazing amount of work to help you repattern. So at the new moon and at the full moon this month, um, these are great times to really bring more awareness into your relationships. Um, we're going through Taurus season and Taurus is your opposite sign. So the new moon in Taurus is asking you or inviting you to really think about what you want to be cultivating in your relationships. Uh, the new moon is always a time that we're encouraged to try something new, to turn over a new page, to plant a seed, so we can intend to move forward in an evolutionary way in our relationships. How do you want to bring more presence into your relationships? How can you be more yourself in your relationships? Are there ways that you have been holding back or maintaining a status quo because of a fear of change or a desire for safety that you're actually feeling like you need to shift something or you need to liberate something? And if you do need to shift something or liberate it, how can you think about it and how can you communicate about it in a way that um, results in the best possible outcomes? So the new moon is on April 22nd. It's a great time to set aside an hour or three for yourself just to reflect on the nature of your relationships and what you're wanting to cultivate and grow. And then two weeks later, we'll have a full moon in your sign on May 7th. And this full moon is reflecting back at you from your relationships. How are you becoming more aware of yourself, more aware of your conditions, your habits, who you are. Relationships are such amazing mirrors. They really show us where uh, we're growing and how we need to grow and all the parts of ourselves that, you know, we project onto other people and then eventually we realize like, oh, that's something that's actually about me. Um, so this is a full moon that could, could definitely um, kind of provoke uh, a new layer of self-awareness and so you can really invite that in. Um, there is one other thing that I want to say, which is that we have um, one other retrograde that's happening this month. This begins on May 12th. This is Venus's retrograde. Um, and Venus will be retrograde in the sign Gemini, which for Scorpio actually occupies a place in the chart that relates to Scorpio. This is the solar eighth house. So anything that's going on in Gemini has uh, some kind of, of affiliation with deep themes of emotional attachments and entanglements and things that are more private or more hidden. And Venus's retrograde is inviting you to bring more attention and awareness to these places in yourself. And sometimes Scorpio, you know, is so perceptive and so deep um, that it's like, uh, it, I don't know what your experience is with yourself. I notice this sometimes in Scorpio. It's like, there, there's so much perception and so much depth that sometimes it's easy to like miss the depth sometimes. And sometimes what's required is a little bit of like curiosity, a joke or three, um, maybe some unconventional connections or something like that. So Venus's retrograde is inviting you to bring more attention and curiosity to what you hold in the shadows, what you hold really deep, your deep attachments, your deep awarenesses, etc. There's a lot of room for you to um, really work um, uh, quite, you know, intentionally with your attachments. And of course, this has a lot to do with your relationships, as well as your mind. So I want to invite you into that awareness, awareness, awareness. Okay, so I'll leave it there for now. I hope that this horoscope will be helpful for you. If you're interested in working more deeply with embodied astrology and this month's lunar cycles, please join me for my lunar attunement rituals at the new and the full moons. 
These rituals combine deep embodiment practices and guided journeying with creative writing and drawing. You'll also learn about astrology as we work with the charts of the new and the full moons, and there's always a bit of time for meeting new people and conversation and connection. The live online events are on April 22nd for the new moon and May 7th for the full moon, and the recorded rituals are available for the two weeks following the live date. Registration is available at a fully sliding scale, and 100% of the proceeds are given to communities hardest hit by the coronavirus pandemic. This month, the proceeds of both rituals will be given to Seeding Sovereignty's Rapid Response Initiative for Indigenous Communities in New Mexico, where the health and economic impacts of COVID-19 are some of the most devastating in the country. Find more information and registration at embodiedastrology.com in the live events section. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I am sincerely wishing you all the best through Taurus season and beyond.